2: This is. this is This is Greater Boston.
0: Thanks for coming
1: in, Melissa. Have a seat. Uh oh, for some reason I thought I was going to be interviewing with Ms. Lindsay Coolidge.
0: You are interviewing with Ms. Lindsay Coolidge.
1: Right. The
0: uh the other one? The important one? Yes. I mean, no, I mean... No, you're right. And it's important to recognize that. I'm not important. Blissfully unimportant. I don't have a job. Women without jobs are not important. And if you get this job, you will be important. You'll be important in the grander scheme of things because you'll be helping this insane city run on a daily basis. And you'll be important to Charlotte because she stumble-fucked her way into this shithole of a quagmire. And you'll be important to me because you'll be important to Charlotte. So with all that said, why do you want to do this? Can I be completely honest with you? If it wasn't already perfectly clear, I find honesty fairly refreshing. I voted no on the referendum. I thought it was a stupid idea. It is a stupid idea. But I...
1: I've done all kinds of administration work with plenty of people I believe in. They do a lot of great work. But I've never been... But I've never seen anyone do what Miss Linzer Coolidge... Charlotte. Charlotte. What Charlotte has done. Me either. Me either. And I didn't believe in it at all. I think there are... there are some things that could be done better, but that's where I think I'd be effective the most. I'm not trying to say I know what's best for everybody, but... Nobody
0: knows that. I don't know that. But the amazing thing is everyone acts like they know it. Everyone. All the time. People know how everything should run, even though they have zero experience doing anything other than running their fat fucking Big Mac mouths. Experience doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is opinion. Who has the loudest voice? Well, I'll tell you who has the loudest voice. I do. And I'm not afraid to use it. So you need my help being your voice? Partly. I believe in keeping family and work as separate as possible. It's the only way I survived my last job for as long as I did. But Charlotte doesn't have that luxury. I mean, they're... They are criticizing her for not being a good enough mom. She single-handedly turned this shit train into a well-run machine, but because she's not a man and because she has a kid, everyone feels free to kick shit in her eye. You hate that she's doing this, don't you? Do you know what I really hate? They're going to keep coming after her. Despite her successes, I... I mean, I'm stunned... I thought she would flunk out. I thought she would give it her best and get blown off the mountain of responsibility that is running this city. But she didn't. She climbed the fucking mountain and then drop kicked the peak clear off the motherfucking range. She's more amazing than I even realized. And it still doesn't matter because they are coming for her. They're gonna put her back on that mountain. And they are going to drag her down the most jagged side they can find. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Here's the thing. I had to beg Charlotte for the chance to meet with you. She didn't get it. I said, if you were working that close to her, I wanted to get a sense of who you were. I even played it off as some stupid jealous wife thing which please not worried about in the slightest no offense no that's fine i can just tell you're you're not my gadar ain't pinging that's all i am not terribly surprised I needed to talk to you because the job description is all about assisting her and writing memos and sending correspondence and press releases and handling the media and a thousand other things. It's beyond demanding. It's criminally insane and we're not paying you enough. But none of that is your real job. Your real job isn't in the job description. Charlotte would never tell you what your real job is, but I will. You need to protect her as much as you can. Gemma,
1: can I call you? Yes. I know I just met you, but let me just say, I get it. Completely. I know where you're coming from. I will do everything I can. I will devote all of my energy to protecting Charlotte. Everything I do, whether it's typing a memo or serving her coffee... It will be in service of keeping her and you and your child safe from whatever. I'm good at that. I'm the girl my friends call when something's wrong, when they need something. Anything. I don't really have any intimate relationships, and I'm not terribly close to my family. My family are my friends. I would drain my body of all of its useful resources to keep them healthy, happy, and safe. And here's where I say something you may not like. But the truth is, it's not up to me. It's not up to you. And you're going to be a better protector than I ever could. The fact that we're having this conversation proves that. I just want to warn you, for your sake... Charlotte? She's a big girl. I will try to protect her. You will try to protect her. She'll obviously be looking out for herself. But sometimes it's not enough. And that
0: sucks. But that's that. Okay. Thanks for not bullshitting me. You don't
1: seem like the bullshitting type.
0: Usually not. In this case, I'd really like someone to tell me it's all going to be okay. No bullshit. It's all going to be okay. But you just said that.
1: I know what I said. And I know what I believe.
0: Okay. You are so hired.
2: Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Vandriesen. This episode featured Lydia Anderson as Gemma Linzer-Coolidge and Tanya Miloyevich as Melissa Weatherby. Charlie on the MTA demo track by Emily Peterson and Dirk Teedy. And now, your listening recommendations. Bright Sessions is back with a new season. We've already mentioned our love for Lauren's show and we're thrilled to have new episodes to listen to. Also returning is Wooden Overcoats for a second season of Getting the Body in the Coffin in the Ground on Time. This is a wonderful sitcom about rival funeral directors on a tiny English island. The Family Tree Podcast is a magic realist mystery about a discovered body that can't possibly be the person it clearly is. Framed as a series of interviews, the show delves into family secrets while at the same time probing journalistic ethics. A smart, messy, fascinating show. And finally, if you're not already listening to The Infinite now, then you missed my special guest appearance in last month's Halloween special. It was such a fun project to be a part of. I hope you'll go look up The Infinite now and give it a listen.
0: Do you know what I really hate? Men. Men. <laughs>
1: Men suck. Yes.
0: The patriarchy. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, my God. Yes. Or, no, that, that didn't fit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey there, we're DM2GM. I'm your DM from Dungeons & Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Sean Howard. What we like to do around here is answer the questions that you have about tabletop RPGs and get you started feeling comfortable playing games around your table. We want to share our real experiences, what we've learned, what's been helpful, so that other people can get going. And because and a lot of these hurdles are just in their head. So find us every other week wherever you listen to podcasts. Or visit DM2GM.com. dm to GM. Get your game started.